It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, season five, albums of the year, 2023. Good morning, good afternoon, happy commute. Um, you know, it's been a while since I did this intro, but I got something special I'm going to say after you do your little your little spiel, Josh. Yeah, well, you're Mike. You're a, oh, yeah, you're... I, that's who I am, <laughs> if you're unfamiliar. Uh, I, I am Mike, principal extraordinaire from Lansing, Illinois. Uh, and this is Josh Buckley, a uh, elementary principal from Mesa, Arizona. And we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, where we believe the power of uh, passion, unity, and DIY will make better schools. Yeah, you know, and Josh, we always say, I always say, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a punk and be a part of the podcast, but... Today's episode might be the one day that it if might you're be. not if you're not into punk rock and hardcore and music that we like to share, then then maybe this episode is not for you, and that's okay. But I would recommend you still listen and and give some of these bands and records a chance because you might find something new you like. You might you you might find the thing that you're into, and and so Mike, it is it's that time of year. Everybody did their top ten lists and their top five, and their I have a friend who does twenty. Like he does 20, oh, 20. I could have done 20 this year. I could have. He does 20 albums and 20 EPs. I'm like, oh man, that's like every, I shouldn't talk because I keep a very giant list of like, yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, was it 15? I don't know. 1,500 hours of music I think is, is what it was this year. <laughs> um, I think every year, the list that I, the list of music that I like put on that thing just gets bigger. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah, I might listen to that. Again. Oh, I kind of like that. Like my, right. my way of finding music has grown that I've gotten better or more places to find stuff. Right. And so that just means more music gets on the list, which makes both making this list easier and harder. Right. right? Cause I have a ton of stuff to pick from, but then sometimes I go like, Oh, which one of those did I like more? Like those are very close. Which ones do I like more? So on this episode, Mike and I like to share uh, the records we've been listening to. You know, if you listen to the podcast, at the end of the podcast, we go, "Hey, what do, what have you been listening to?" That that's you know our our little taste of punk rock every time that we do this show, and and so this is the all this is the all music episode, Mike. So I wanna I wanna ask you before we get into the records. Where do you find yourself, you know, you're busy, you're an administrator, where do you find the time or when do you listen to music? What's that look like for you? Um, That's a great question because my commute's about seven minutes, so (laughs) I don't have, I don't have the joy of like. That's like, that's like three punk rock songs though. Like, you know. (laughs) It is, I, my number one EP I listened to on the way here today and it was, I got all three songs in, Um, (laughs) but a lot of it is when I'm you know, running, uh, cause I can just put, put the headphones on and go. Um, a lot of times if I get to school early or whatnot, before the day really gets going or go outside, I'll just have music on, you know, on my playing on my speakers, the computer. Um, but it's nice because my son has, no longer he used to not want to listen to what i want to do so whenever i'm i do a lot of driving after school you know how it is driving yeah. kids to practices and whatnot so he actually does not mind a lot of the stuff that i listen to now and my daughter she just throws her airpods in so when she, i'm commuting her to her practices and games 
I can put whatever I want on because she's got her <laughs> she's, she's listening yeah. to Taylor and in, in her in her AirPods. So just a lot of driving, but a lot of like running and stuff is where yeah. um I get my time. Well, my commute's about, about my commute's about 20, 22 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. That's good. Because uh, there's no I I can't take any uh like expressways or highways there, right? Like doesn't like there's no good way to get there. Right. Because like my my campus is like dead smack in the middle of Mesa and there's nowhere, there's no way for me to get there quickly. So it's all surface right, streets, right. right? So it's only 10 miles, but it takes me like 22 minutes to get there, right? Because- It's not bad though. No, it's not bad. It could be it could be much worse. <laughs> so like that's my commute. So usually on my commute and then normally after school, I have to drive all the way to go get my son from gymnastics, right? And so that's about, I don't know, 30 minutes from my work. So that's, you know, a good round trip of music. I, that's normally when I listen to this year, man, the the- first year principal life has, has, has killed my ability to like get up and be motivated to run. And really I should, it would probably help with my brain. Uh, but it just hasn't happened. And so I haven't run nearly, right. as, I haven't run nearly as much. So most of my music listening is that, or like you said, um, normally for me, it's not in the beginning of the day. It's usually at the end of the day. So when kids are gone by about three, like kids are gone by about three fifteen. By about 3.30, 3.45, I'll kick some music out of my office while I'm finishing up paperwork stuff, right? Yeah. So that's usually where I get most of my listening in. And I will tell you, there's a couple albums that I think if I was running this year, that would have been a top 10 record, right? But I just- right, cause it- there's just certain things that fit when you're like, all right, I'm going to go. I didn't, run I, didn't, and- I didn't listen to it enough, right? There's a couple records that's like, oh, I would have listened to that a whole lot more if right. it were, if it were, if it, if it had been running. Um, so let's, sir, let's get into it. You want to start, normally we just do five, we do five records, but we're going to, we're going to talk a little more this time. We're going to do five EPs and five LPs. So um, folks, if an, an EP is like, what's your, what's your definition? What do you use to guide your EP uh, criteria? I, I think we had this question last year. We said so. seven songs or less is an EP. Yeah. I go that six, so I six went, or seven. Yeah. That's normally what yeah, I rock is somewhere that's what I did. There. Okay. So. So people who might not be into the music or records, EP is that shorter release. LP is the the long release, right? Like the average length of a of a record. If you want to think about it, um, your seven inch is your EP. Your big, you know, your big record is right. Is your is your LP? So let's get into. It. Okay, so let's start EPs. Let's start the small releases. Bands dropping singles. Bands teasing what might oh. be coming in the future. What Mike is your number you want to go five to one or you want to go one to five yeah i say we go five to one like okay. so i'm i did this last year i'm gonna okay. do it again so i i really have six guy my honorable mention yeah. which i just i think should have been in my top five i couldn't find a spot but my honorable mention was uh joysticks ep dwell they put out those three songs on mm. band time records just it was unlike any of the other stuff and i really really liked it but as I was looking through EPs, there's those EPs that came out like back in January and February, you kind of forgot about. Yeah. And I just, uh, Tuesday night was like, oh my God, Bayside put out that blue oh, EP. Oh, I saw you were listening to that. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh, those three songs, they had a song with Ice Nine Kills. I'm not an Ice Nine Kills fan, but it was, it, it, they made it work. And just those three songs. So Bayside's blue EP was my number five. That's a good one. That's a good one. My number five is one, two, well, let me count one, two, three, four, five. My number five is Scowl's EP. It's called Psychic Dance Routine. 
Um, Scowl is used to be a very this this EP is kind of a different trajectory for them. Their other record and their other like EP end up being far more um, like dirty hardcore, right? I don't know how else yeah. to put it, right? Um, right. This record really balances that that old school dirt punk hardcore. And it feels like very Riot Girl 90s at times. So there's like a song where I'm like, that's L7, right? Like, right. But, but then it goes back into the the fast uh, old school hardcore. So um, Psychic Dancer Team, this is kind of their blow up EP. This They they were touring with some, some bigger bands. They ended up playing a lot of bigger festivals, um, really. And this EP is a ton of fun. Like I said, it, it kind of jumps back and forth from that like very sort of girl grungy stuff of the nineties and like just right. old, old school, hardcore, really fun right. record. All right. What's your number four? Num- number four was the, the emo brass ska punk band Millington. Welcome home. They claim that this is an album. They said it's seven songs, right? This is why when you asked, this is <laughs> seven song. They, and they, they claim when it came out, it's like a, it's a full length album. We just didn't include the bad tracks on it. So you don't have to skip anything. <laughs> I but, like that. I like that. So yeah, but to me, it's an EP. I've liked this band for a while. Um, it's a little more heavier. It's the horns, the horn section in this band just, it blows me away. It's so crisp and it just stands out. But like, I don't understand this band's still not like, they're not signed. I don't know if they don't want to be signed or they just want to keep putting their own stuff out. But like, they're they're a band especially this new record like when you put it on you're like this could be on bad time records because you know bad times like the number one ska label out there now but like it's you know they they added a little bit of hardcore into one of their songs it's just um it's a it's a great record i think and they redid some old songs and threw it on there again why i didn't consider it one of the full lengths because i'm like yeah, these two songs are older. You're just kind of re-putting them out there. So uh, <laughs> Millington, Welcome Home, definitely uh, in my top five is number four. What's That's yours? a good one. That's good. My number four is a band NVM, and the record is Burning Halos. It's a very sort of um, a very melodic, hardcore, but it's it's like there's some under oath screaming, but some cure... Nice but some Cure-esque, like, jangly guitar. It bounces back and forth between, like, not quite shoegazy, but that, like, 80s gothy new wave and, and, like, melodic hardcore. It's a really weird combination. Really dug it. The production's really good. And uh, just, it came out early in the year. When did it come out? It came out, it literally came out in January, and I found myself continually listening to it almost all year long. And that, to me, is a sign of, like, if you're an early release and I kept listening to you, then yeah. then you're in. I, I didn't lose you in the mix. I was talking to a buddy because uh, he was like, dude, I, I can't believe this one of these uh, a band that both he and I really like. He's like, I can't believe it didn't make your top 10. I'm like, I think had it come out like it, that record came out really early. I like I think if it came out middle of the year, right. it would have stuck with me, but it got buried. Right. This record didn't get buried didn't get buried for it. it was a continual sort of rotation from the end of January. Uh, so NMV, the album's Burning Halos. All right, dude, what's your what's your three? Oh, I'm so excited for this band. I'm so excited to see what they do. Um, but the Better Lovers, God Made mm. Me an Animal. So, and they, then they even put out another 
was another one or two tracks. It's just one single. Um, I think it was a single. One yeah. single. Yeah. Um, but but the four tracks they have out there, you know, and if you're not familiar, I mean, it's basically a lot of Every Time I Die with Greg from Dylan's Escape Plan on vocals. And it's just, I don't know, man. I I, I can't, I mean, it's it's Every Time I Die and Dylan's Escape Plan kind of blended a in metal a blender super group, together. Right? It's, yeah. it's just these tracks. I remember you had sent them to me and I think I gave it a listen, and then it wasn't until I'd gotten a new car over the summer, as did you, yep. and I had my Sirius XM uh, <laughs> uh, trial, and they were they were getting a lot of airplay on the Liquid Metal station, and I just it's it's one I've always loved Greg when he took over in Dillinger. Uh, I never was a big Dillinger Escape Plan Escape Plan fan, but the original singer, um, which they're actually doing a couple of those reunion shows for Calculate yeah. Infinity and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've always been a fan of like Greg and just like his energy. So better lovers, like I said, I'm I'm really excited to see what they end up doing, like with some full lengths and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah. Uh, my number three is Twin Stacks. The record's called Sunshine. Uh four songs. This is the set. They put out two EPs this year. So they put out one called The First Four very early in the year. This one came out in the middle of the summer. Um, it's called, uh, like I said, Sunshine. And had they put it, had they jammed them both together and done a full length, it would probably be my number two, maybe number three record as far yeah. as like full full lengths go. Um, great stuff. Really dig them. Again, sort of a, I, this is a year of like melodic hardcore for me. Just lots of like hardcore, but our guitars play full chords or we, you know, there's a lot more musicality to it than just straight, straight to hard hardcore. Um, this has got some really driving sort of, drum beat behind it like backbeat behind it great record um both of both albums are really good this became the one i listened to more because it came out second right but yeah. both of them both of them are fantastic so uh and then when i make my list i'm like well i don't want to do two eps from the same band let's weigh them before <laughs> i put them in so uh twin stacks is the band uh sunshine is the record very gruesome looking cover um but great great record great record all right, what's, Hi, your, what's your number two? My number two, they only needed two songs to make it this high mm. up on the list. Knock Loose, the Upon Lost Singles. So Dude, good. those two songs, like I've always been a Knock Loose fan, but Knock Loose is always one of those bands where I'm like, I don't get what the hype is about. I'm like, they're good, but like there's like this cult following for yeah. them, right? Yeah. These two tracks, man, um, just I could listen to those two just on repeat all day and not get sick of them. Um, just they're so very heavy catchy. good stuff it, it's it's heavy but and it's catchy and it's just like i was really thinking too i'm like oh there's gonna be a new full length coming out and like this is like the new way they're yeah. going but there hasn't been any full length yeah my so guess is my guess is this year um i saw them at uh furnace fest a couple years ago and they were so loud um i think i can't remember what like early aughts emo band we were watching and in between every song you could just hear like <laughs> them on the other stage just yeah so so loud uh it was great um my number my number two is oh i just lost it on my list uh my number two is uh stateside their record it's what we do um very oh, yeah. it's like Oh, oh man, like 2001, 
99 it's at 99 2001 emo punk right where yeah it didn't turn to hot topic punk it didn't turn to hot topic right. emo yet. <laughs> pre pre fallout boy right pre fallout boy pre thursday um or you know that sort of that sort of like that weird genre of like oh we listen to a lot of promise ring but man do we love no effects right <laughs> like that sort of weird thing that they were that that kind of came out right like oh texas is the reason is great but we still want to play fast drums right right um, so like to me it's like there's this resurgence and there's a like there's another band on my on my lp list my top five lp list that is essentially the same sort of thing like the return of 2000s emo i can't like drive through records like right. early, you know what I mean? Like early newfound glory, right. early Phoenix TX, right? Like that, <laughs> that sort of thing. Great record, tons of fun. Uh some some sort of screamy in the background, but mostly just driving like 2000 era emo emo right. good, good stuff. Really love it. I think it's five track five tracks. One's like the acoustic song because you have to have it. Right, right, right. It's that era. Like, <laughs> oh, we did one acoustic song, right? Right. <laughs> it's it's the perfect way. Like, just like what's the the um not is it can't slow down? Yes, the saves a day record can't slow down has that one acoustic track, and you're yeah. like, why is that on here? And you're like, because right. it is. That's just that's just it was, how it works. It was like a rule back then. Well, I think even Alkaline Trio, <laughs> I and there are two acoustic songs on God damn it. I think there's two acoustic yeah, songs. I think there is on God damn it. <laughs> Just a just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, all right, dude, you're number one. Is this the one where we match? I, I think, think we match. I think I, th- well, I think I think I think we match this one. I think we're gonna match an album too. But okay, then, I think we what, match on this what's, one. What's your number one, dude? It's the one step closer. Oh, hands I, down, hands, hands down, down. I cannot, I cannot wait. Uh, so this this one step closer record. It's three songs. It is. It literally oh. just on repeat dude songs for the willow is the name of the album yeah um the most wonderful melodic hardcore there is no band is doing it better than one step closer right now like they cannot be topped in the department of like just melodic hardcore not post it's it's not posty hardcore right it's not like a lot of stuff that i listen to that i'm like oh it's like post hardcore melodic stuff when i think of like um some of the other bands i shared but like this record is just wonderful melodic hardcore dude it's so good and like you know they had the what their first ep and their first full length were good but Mm -hmm. it it wasn't this good i think i remember because this came back out like this was like the first week of january something it came out yeah january 10th january 10th dude and i think i remember texting you saying one day like why is this so good like it just and i listened to it on the way in today and these songs have not gotten old. No. And I, you know, I, I saw months ago a, a thing on Instagram, a picture that I think they were recording, you know, a, a new full length. And Travis Barker was in there, you know, because he does touches everything now. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder what kind of vibe that'll bring, or is he just going to let them do their thing? And like, because I like the, the recording. It's you could tell like it wasn't like a top notch recording, right? It's kind of got like that almost um, what am I? You know, not that yeah, polished what, sound, yeah. not like a. But so I wonder. But every every band and other like these older bands I see like hardcore bands and whatnot are given reference to one step closer. Like I think they're gonna 
they're young. They're still young guys. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's the future is going to be pretty exciting for what they end up doing. One of the guys in one step closer, uh, if we were, if we had talked about top 10 EPs, uh, one of the guys from one step closer plays guitar in another band called um, wild red. And that that's on my top 10 EP list. A very sort of like it's punk rock, right? So it sounds yeah. a little like anxious, but a little more blink 182 okay. influenced uh, or like just pop punk influence anxious. Uh, but, but this record is so good. You know I what just, I love? This came love, out. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I said this came out and I was just like, okay, when's the full length? Because this is a, right. this is too much of a tease. It came out in January. Yes. This is real early. When's the full length coming out? Just waiting for it. But they've done this before where they've released two tracks, right? Uh, right. And I think like a lot of a lot of these like indie hardcore bands, the model to stay relevant, especially in the realm of Spotify, is you have to put a release out every year. Right. And so that it's release might be two content, or three songs. Right? It, right, it is. And that, that's what it turns out to. And so great. It, I've listened to this record all year long. So good. And I was going to say, I love that they're a straight edge band. <laughs> but yet, but like you don't picture them in like that whole straight edge, like, you know, youth crew, like in your, like it's. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know. So good. Are you ready for some albums? I am ready for some albums, dude. All right. So now we're on to LPs. These are the ones that, you know, like if you were going to listen to this record, you can't listen to it on your commute, Mike. You can't, you can't listen to this on your commute. It's got to take a couple listens to. So this has got to be something that really hits you then if you kept, or this is your run music. This is the and, uh, and honestly, what I'm looking at, like the EPs, these were like car rides. Yeah. My, my albums, these were definitely like runs. And some of these were from when I was training for, um, the uh, indie mini half marathon back in like the fall. And I'm like, Oh, no wonder this is so high on list. Cause that's what I was listening to during that training, that yeah. training block. Um, all right. Just, I'm not going to go into detail, but I did have three honorable mentions. Three I felt should have, wow. they should have been out here, but um, just go check them out. I'm not going to talk about them, but uh, birth old city put out a new record, a moment great in record. time. Yeah. Great hardcore record. Um, Rancid put out a new one. Um, it's not the greatest, but it's it's a lot better than some of their previous, more recent efforts. And Co-Defendants put out, um, you know, This Is Crime Wave, which hip-hop, folky, punk, yeah. 80s, mixture of everything. I really dug it, um, but it did not make my top five. I thought That's it would. That's impressive. I thought it would. I, I thought, it, was I thought it would, too, but it's not. Um so I'll, I did three honorable mentions. Why don't you go and start with your number five? All right, my number actually. Then I'm going to give my honorable mentions. Yeah, right? give yours too. Most of the stuff that we, most of the stuff that I listen to, ends up being heavier. Ends up being a little more, you know, um, rock or, or like you know, punk hardcore. Um, but there's always like one or two, like delightfully soft records that that I'm really into this year. And so one of the rec- one of the records I really like that didn't crack the top five, it's in my top 10 is uh, a record by the band Runner. Uh, and Runner has an extra N. So R-U-N-N-N-E-R. Uh, and the, the, so the album titles like Dying Stars were reaching out. Very sort of like if Bon Iver were, or Bon Iver, however you want to say it, uh, right. was more bedroom pop if that makes sense so a little more like um a little more jangly guitar every once in a while a little more like synthesizer drums and stuff in the background but real soft kind of like chill chill record 
good yeah. good one to listen to on a car ride where you don't need to be pumped. You're just trying to, you're like, you know what? I just need something chill to listen to. That 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 one yeah. made my list. That one's really good. Uh, but number five uh, is the band Koyo, um, another band kind of like in this in this blowing up thing, right? They've put out uh, a couple EPs. Um, this w- album is Would You Miss It? Um, it is uh, just a, a gosh darn great record, dude. Again, it's that same sort of stateside, the return of emo, right? It feels very much like early 2000s before Hot Topic got a hold of emo, emo, before Fall Out Boy, right. uh, emo punk. And uh, dude, it's so good. I saw them a couple years ago. Tiny show it was Renner's first show oh like yeah his first punk show we saw anxious and koyo and uh they put on a great they, they were great live in this little like it was literally so few people there uh it was great it was a ton of fun um and everything they put out i've been like yep this is this is good stuff it reminds me of like bands i played shows with or just 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 great fun stuff so uh would you miss it by koyo oh that's my number five also Whoa, it's, look at that. Yeah, look at <laughs> You know, and, and it's funny because I've been listening to this a lot of my runs recently. And uh, you, dude, you nailed it. Like, it reminds me of, like, that first time I heard that very first Taking Back Sunday record, right? Yeah. Got, like, the harmonies and just kind of, like, it's, it's like, they, they're they they're a hardcore band, like, but they're not, you know, right. in the sense of, it's like. A, it's a hardcore punk, of, dude, like, or the right, punk hardcore, you know. It's it's very, it's just, it's, you, you, you said it, it's a great record, I love it. Yeah. All right, so my number four you know, is a band called Del Paxton, uh, which if you are, uh, uh, if you know nerd things, that's the name of the drummer um, on that thing you do when he goes to go watch the jazz drummer. Is the jazz drummer that the the drummer from that thing you do is obsessed oh. with is Del Paxton. That's the name of his band. Um, this record is called Auto Locator. It is jangly. It's Midwesty <laughs> emo. It's just like, but a real kind of a, a a fun pop sensibility. So it reminds me of uh, Promise Ring, but a little more Midwest emo. So it's got kind of the twangy guitar, but then like the pop of very emergency built into it. Um, So great record, tons of fun. Um, Just like, just catchy as crap, dude. Like just a fun kind of pop emo record. Yeah. With with twangy little guitars in it. Good stuff. Nice. Yeah. Uh, My number four was trophy eyes, suicide and sunshine. Um, delightful sounds like a good title for an album. yeah well th- this this album is so a lot of it's really deep i remember putting this out as a pick of the week once and uh i think it was robert palazzo like commented he's like dude that album those lyrics are so like dark right and i remember like when this album came out like i think like they had a there was a thing they said like we write sad songs to scry- or sad songs disguised as happy songs or something, right? Yeah. Because you listen to like there again, it's one of those bands that like can be lumped into the hardcore scene, but they're not like a hardcore band. There's a lot of harsh vocals, but then there's so much melody to it as well. Some 80s vibes. So a lot of it deals with um, you know, like suicide, like one of his this one song, like probably the most emotional songs on the record. Um, and my son, we were talking about in the car when he heard it for the first time, you know, like talks about like 
his friend killing himself and how he never, you know, believed him. He thought he was just asking for, you know, cries for help or attention. And then he actually does it. And it's just, it's a, the lyrics on this record, man, are just, it's so dark. Like, oh man, like, I feel like I'm going to need to go get some therapy after listening to this. Yeah. But like, it's just musically it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful record. I love it. It's, it's not a punk record. It's not a hardcore record. It's hard to describe. Yeah. Um, and they're from, I think they're from like Australia or something. So there's a little bit of accident there. I think that makes it, you know, gives it a good, good vibe as well. I mean, it's just, it's a great record. And they just put something out um, on social media, like that they've got a lot of big plans for 24. So I mean, hopefully awesome. there's another new record already coming, but yeah, Trophy Eyes. Awesome. My number three is a band called Not. Uh, the record is Stop the World. It's like, what if all got back together, recorded an album, but it was produced was, in 2023, right? Like I was going to say, like the, the the cover is very like all ask. Like I'm like is. that's all. Um, it sounds like wrong. it sounds like all. Uh, the vocals are a little different, but it is yeah. very much like the bass lines are straight up all Descendants era like bass. It is it's but it's like doesn't sound like it was recorded in the eighties or early nineties. Right. right. So it has really good recording quality and it is catchy as crap. It's punk rock, but it's like punk rock, right. That's sort of very right. all sort of thing. Um, just a super fun record, great vocals, uh, guys who are in a couple other bands, but I, you know, it's one of those things where I don't remember. I don't really, I didn't listen to the punk bands that these other guys were in. Uh, but like this was like they decided, hey, let's make an album that kind of sounds like all like these the friends. And we're like, hey, let's make a record. Let's make it sound like all. And this is what they came up with. And it is just it's wonderful. It's all but it's not right. <laughs> right. That's um, awesome. Great record. Great record. What's your number three? Number three. I and I don't care what anyone says, man. Blink 182. <laughs> Tom, Tom came back. Right. Like, yeah, I, I'll never forget. You and I were at. um teach better was yeah. it teach better 22 and i remember like we had met face to face the first time i was like hey blink 182 dropped that new track tom's back in the band that song edging right yeah that song sucks like uh -huh. that's the only song on this record i skip still um but there's 16 other tracks on there and it's like it's like it reminds me a lot of like when um blink 182 put out their self-titled record um, yeah, I would was say like that. a which was a turning point for them, and that's my favorite record by them. Um, and it, but it's got they they've got some pretty good like just straight up like punk tracks on there too. It's to me, I don't know. There's something about it like you could tell, you could tell like they really like just meshed together again. Yeah, it feels like they're and, writing again. It feels like you know Tom came back and that thing that they were missing came yes. back right and look he's he's a at this point neither of them sound like they used to sound right neither right. mark or tom can sing right. not that they could sing before but they don't i right. mean they're in their 40s right. now right they don't sound the same um but that first opening track anthem it's i uh, dude i i haven't listened to much of the album all the way through but i'll go listen to that track because the travis barker drum intro it is produced so well it sounds right. so good uh, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, one of the best opening tracks 
just it's, to an album. It's it's super good. It's super good. And I and I, I'll I know we're gonna make our Spotify playlist where we give like yeah. what two tracks from each of these each of these recommendations. But I'll say here, if anyone goes and has been on the fence of checking this record out because it's Blink One Eighty Two, the song Turpentine or Turpentine, however you want to say it, he they say it both ways in this track. It's like a mixture of like every Blink One Eighty Two era boxcar racer angels and airwaves all thrown into a blender <laughs> it's probably like one of the best songs they've ever put out together but that's my number three pick man blink 182 all right my number two pick number two pick this album inches away from being number one pick but not really because number one is always going to be number one as soon as i heard it but this this <laughs> second this album right here military gun life under the gun Dude, I I'm gonna see them on the 31st. Gabby and I are gonna go see it. This is a band nice. that like part of the reason this band is so high is because it was a, a record that like Gabby could listen to too. She like this is that hardcore band who said, What if we weren't so heavy? Right. They've got they have a couple EPs before this that they put out, I think it was last year or two years ago. Um like uh great little tracks, but this is that next step up. They sped it up a little bit. They like popped their hardcore a little more, right? Like it's a little more pop into it. Every song's like two minutes, two and a half minutes. And every single track is an anthem, dude. There are very few records where I'm like, every one of these songs is a sing-along song. Um, I don't know. Do you remember? I don't, I don't know if it was a band you used to do Squad 5-0. Do you remember Squad 5-0? Yeah. So Squad 5-0 had that one record where literally every song was an anthem. They're all like a minute long and every song you right. want to shout along to whatever the chorus is. This record blew up this year. This band blew up this year. Uh, I think one of the things that made them blow they even up- They got a song in a commercial, right? Yeah, there's a Taco Bell commercial uh, yeah, that they're in. With, uh, right. Post Malone did a big, like w- was shouting out this band on his Instagram. Really? Like, wearing nice. his, like shouting out <laughs> this song. Um, but I, this record is fantastic. I loved uh, the releases they put out before this, but they just, they just added a little secret extra sauce to this one. Fantastic. Great record. Front to back. No skips. Though that's just, one of those records. If I would have listened to it more, what it meant in my top five. Cause now that you're, now that you're talking about, it, I'm kind of, Kind of regretting I didn't throw it in there, but it is a great record, dude. It's twelve. It's twelve song. It's twelve songs, and it's less than thirty minutes long. Right, like it's 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 a perfect perfect like punk rock record. All right, what's your number two? My number two was uh, faintest idea, the Road to Sedition. Um, you know, uh, they're they they are a punk band that plays ska. That's what they say um, from the <laughs> U from the UK, and like it's crazy when you listen to it because it's not they're like a ska punk band, but it's more of like, a, to me, it's more of like a traditional, like two tone type of ska. And then they'll get heavy and throw some punk riffs in there and whatnot. Um, I, there are there. I like their other stuff. There, there's stuff before this and it's been a few years since they put anything out. Um, but this record, I know they got some new members and whatnot. This record was just from front to back. I mean, it's, I spent a lot of time listening to this when I was uh, training for that half marathon um it's it's you know the lyrics are very like it's very political and you know making you look at like everything in the world and government um but like i said it's got so it's got like that there's that punk vein to it but it's just a great record that to me like i 
I could see myself coming out of a pit, like from skanking all night to these guys. <laughs> it just is drenched a very, in sweat, like super political record, super like, but like British politics. Right, right. Like, right. So you're, <laughs> you're like, like I, think oh, I, okay. I think I know what they're talking about. Right. Like, <laughs> and there's, and there's the, the, that wonderful thing that punk bands do when there's like the, the, like someone's interview, right? Like some, there's like some guy talking about politics or like talking about this idea right. to you before the right. song, How it starts the, the song, the song yeah. drops. Yeah. That's a, that's a, it's a, it's a fun record, fun record. Um, all right, dude, my number one, there was no, there was no doubt in my mind uh when the when the singles released from this i was like okay i'm just waiting for this record to come out this is (laughs) this is my number one there's no way around it anything this band puts out uh fiddlehead dropped the new album this year death is nothing to us it is like the trilogy of records they've put out um all three records have this like dealing with death dealing with like loss dealing with like you know, the first record he talks about how I was listening to an interview with him where he talks, you know, or read an interview with him where he's talking about how, like, you know, he got divorced, his dad died, like all of this stuff happens and this is how he's dealing with it. And it is like hard on your sleeve, like post hardcore. Um, There's a dude from have heart, right? Like just, Hey, I'm putting out, I'm putting out this sort of hardcore punk record. And it's amazing to me. Like some of these songs are not, I mean, they're hardcore, but they're not like, that's the hardest right, thing about, right. about fiddlehead. It's they're hardcore, but they're not hardcore. But then when you see them live and you see like the pit for some of these songs, you're like, I don't, I don't, there's a pit. Of course there should be a pit for this. Right. Cause it's, it's less about like chuggy guitars and more about all of the emotion behind, you know, what he's singing about dude, again, front to back, no skips. Uh, one of my favorite records, um, I don't know if it's better than the record they put out um, before this, but uh, their second album, but it is very, very good. Just super good, super catchy, I, super great. I, I, I liked it, but this is my favorite record of theirs. Um, it did not, it obviously didn't make my top five. Uh, I think if I would have listened to it more, I listened to it a lot, right. When it first came out. And then it was one of those things that just kind of like other things took over. But I remember I never, cause I'm a huge half heart fan um and i mean fiddlehead and have heart are completely different but like yeah. the other records fiddlehead put out it was one of those things like you kind of listen to here for me i listen to it here or there but this record is it is really good um all right my number one though number uh, one let's hear it with honor boundless it's so good it's dude so good. like they came back after how many years it doesn't sound like they like ever left but at the same time like, it's a it's a little it's get, a little more, punk. more melodic it's a let's little more get, punk a little more melodic but it is so good like i i listened to it last night on my run and i was like yeah like no question like this is the number one album for me like it just front to back every track i can i can just put it on repeat it doesn't get old it's uh there. What what else to say? Melodic, yeah, punky, I think, hardcore. I, like I, I think, had I run this year, this would have been a record that would have been played more and more. Right? Like I, it was one that I definitely listened to on my way to work a bunch. Right. Um. But I think it's one of those things that it came out a little too late in the year. Does that make it sense? Did, like it did come out late. Like I, but I think had I been running, it would have been it would have dominated my runs, and it would right. have been okay. This is this is right, but it is it is so good. 
Like, yeah. and, and I try, so like when I make my, cause I do a top 10 and 10, like that's, that's what I do every year. I, I you know, share it with friends and stuff like that. And um, I try to like do a varying, I'm like, oh, I think I've got right. too many, I think I've got too many hardcore bands. What's it like? I'm going to drop that, but this is, this is like hardcore releases. This is one of the, one of the best ones this year. It's definitely like melodic. Hardcore. So, so good. So very good. Uh, so there are our top five EPs, top five LPs, lots of stuff to listen to. Uh, Mike is going to email me the songs he wants on his list. I think because we've got five yes. and five, Mike, we should probably just do one track from each. That's yeah, because I know it's going to be a long list. So I'll send yeah. you my. Uh, we'll get that yeah, out so too when the episode drops. You'll you'll have the link in the episode notes. So check the episode notes, and you'll have the link to these uh, your twenty song playlist. Well, I guess we had two the same, so eighteen song playlists. Actually, we each get to pick a song. So it is 20. You pick a song yeah. from the album up. And so we'll have yeah. uh, 20 tracks, 20 albums, 20, uh, 18 albums, 20 tracks uh, that you'll be able to listen to of what we dug in 2023. Um, folks, thanks for tuning in. You can find the show over at uh, punkrockclassrooms.com. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Punk Classrooms. You can follow Mike at uh, Mike R. Earnshaw. And you can follow me at Josh R. Buckley. That's the place we're hanging out. Um, I don't think I've been on Twitter X in a very long time. I don't even know what's going on over there anymore. Do things I'm happen? On a, a little bit. A I mean, bit. I, I wanted, I wanted like use threads, but I just haven't found myself like it. I've been, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I, very I low haven't, on social media is I think I would say, uh, since I don't know, probably the end of last school year. I'm doing more. I do a lot of Instagram stories yeah. now. So yeah. I don't even like, I'm, I'm not a great photographer. So I just kind of put stuff on my stories because <laughs> after 24 hours, it's gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. All right, folks. So thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll see you at the, at the show. show.